0: So the last couple of podcasts, um, me and Mark had talked a little bit about accounting. And I think the reason was, is uh, obviously from where I came from, um, I was the salesperson for dad, more so in the employee guy, than more so than worrying about the aging summary that people are paying their bills. That was always dad's job. And he always did a good job, always showed us, you know, the aging summary. It was always important that people are paying their bills. People know what's going on. Um, but I didn't probably didn't understand the importance of it until we started getting on the back end of the Standard red Journal thing, and I'm in charge of taking care of the aging summary, um, or I'm in charge of making sure the numbers work out as well as on my own personal side, um, real estate, auctions, pedigrees, you know, when I go to file taxes, what have you, um, and make sure that, hey, what I'm doing is actually making sense. Is taking care of the numbers, and I was always a big numbers fan at school. That was my favorite subject by a long shot. Was math. Um, love dealing with numbers. Love. I'm an I personality, and I am not organized at times, and I will fly by night. But I love dealing with numbers. But so finally, we got the things together here, and we drug Harry and Marvin in here. We had a podcast about breeding. But then we also knew that that Harry has a system that's been working for him um, in the breeding industry, and so that's what we're going to be talking about a little bit here. Um, I talked about the budgeting deal for personal finances, and I got more phone calls than I expected, so therefore, if you haven't received your budget book thing, I'm getting them out. I'm working on getting them out, but I just need to make sure I've got enough. You're going to have
1: to start a little LLC Well, I tell there. you, I love it. Um,
0: <laughs> and that personal financing deal, I get way carried away, um, but... Today, what we want to focus on is organization and, and you know, bookkeeping maybe in your breeding farm um, is what Harry has, obviously, and then we might chip in a little bit on the personal side of things. If you have a couple of mares, uh, maybe what kind of ideas we could have, and I'm not stating that, that we see your name and you haven't paid your bill in, in 90 to 120 days, and we think that you're unorganized, um, but it does raise a little bit of a question mark at times because you're like, well... You know, it should be nice to uh, you know that guy would you know pay his bill or this guy would be you know it makes you question like is it for sure everything is in order or something like that and and most of the time people I don't think are doing it on purpose um, they don't have any goals like hey I'm not going to pay this guy's bill I'm going to you know I'm really going to show him I think it's just a lack of of understanding on maybe what you can do so Harry on your last podcast the breeding farm deal you were talking a little bit about spreadsheets and what you do. Um, Obviously, you probably first off just do you have QuickBooks on your farm, or is that
2: I do? I still don't have them totally set up for everything, but mm-hmm. we use we use part of it for for billing and stuff. But um, a lot of it is and and hats off to Marty Troyer, uh, he got me started on. Excel spreadsheet system.
0: Well, I'm not gonna say anything, uh, but when we knew that you stand a stud for Andy Kaufman and Marty <laughs> Troyer, that's also kind of the reason we've got you in here. High D type personalities that need and like organization that definitely helped.
2: And and I'm not. I hate paperwork. Mm-hmm. So if you can if you can set up a system that is simple, uh, and easy, and and I'm not a computer guy. I barely know how to turn a computer <laughs> on. But Marty came over, he spent a couple hours with me and, and and got me started on these Excel spreadsheets. And it is so easy. You have you just have a column for everything. So so we have a when when a guy sends a contract in, he gets entered in to an, to a spreadsheet. So obviously the mayor owner's information, the mayor's name and registration number. So the USDA requires a first and a last breeding date always when we record mares. So if you only bred the mare once, put it down for May 10th, and then on the last breeding date, put it down. If you actually bred her on May 11th, put the last breeding date down as May 11th. So, but they uh-huh. you have to mm-hmm. put two in. Mm-hmm. So, so we have two columns for that. You put those in, and then um, we have a list if the mare open or a column, if it's open, or if mm-hmm. she's in full. And then we obviously use color highlights on, uh-huh. it, on the whole uh-huh. spreadsheet. And then we go on back. Um, there's a column for for uh, the booking fee. It's usually $100. Uh-huh. And then, then there's a column for the service fee. Everything has a column. And then uh, if it gets paid, there's a spot for check number, cash, whatever they pay with, a balance at the end of the spreadsheet. So I do everything on one spreadsheet for every mare owner. So I have a girl in the office. She comes in three days a week. She'll run through the spreadsheets. She just keeps track of everything, and she'll bill. She'll actually bill off of spreadsheets. It just simplified everything, and everything is on one thing. It just simplifies everything. Then when we go to record mares, I email that sheet to the USTA. They love it. They have everything. They've got... You don't even have to do any. No. even
0: though they don't care about what the service fee was. I'll wait that end yeah. of it out
2: yeah. when I send it yeah. to them. Yeah. yeah, But I'll just ship, sent the whole thing to them, and
0: they love
1: it. Piece yeah. of cake. Huh, that's awesome.
2: And that's another thing on the podcast before that was huge. When when you sent your contracts in, and if you, if you haven't decided on what mare you're going to breed soon as you do, call me or before you breed the mare, as soon as the mare is bred, and give me that mare name and registration number so we can get it in there so we're not into predicament mm-hmm. where we are right now. Mm-hmm. We're in August, and we are blowing up your phone because we need your mare information so we yeah. can record it so you can get your baby registered.
0: And then you keep track in there if the service is paid for, yep. if you're paid for, yep. and everything. Like and then
2: that. I keep my stallion owners will get a copy of this every month. I'll just I'll either print it out if they don't have email I'll print it out and send it along out with their monthly billing. Um, they know exactly where we're going with everything. So this Dude, is, that is so huge. This is where this is where we're at. Um, this is how much money we're going to get yet because this isn't paid yet. Um, it just it simplified a ton of phone calls to the stallion owner. You know they're calling me every week or whatever saying, okay, where's my numbers? I'd be digging files and flipping through papers to try and find this. Now I can click a button, scroll down a spreadsheet. We've got 98 mares booked to your stallion. There's 46 are paid in full. So I've got $46,000 here for you. I'll send it to you at the end of the month. So I pay my stallion owners at the end of every month. I bill them at the end of every month. It just, you know, it, it simplified everything and everything is on the spreadsheet. And
1: here's the other thing, you know, exactly like that. You're getting paid for everything that you do simply by like, if you're loose ended on that. And you like, you check 50 mares a day and just by a lack of, you know, keeping track of everything, you only get yourself paid for 25 of them. Look at the amount of money you're Well, earn. I just
0: remember, we used to have an accountant there at the shop, and they still have him. And he used to be the chief financial offers of Bayer Companies, which is a multi, I mean, a huge company. And he always said, and, and if you look at small businesses, I mean, the biggest place where they lose money is the lack of billing, like, and keeping track of that end of it like keeping track of every ultrasound you do, keeping track of every single thing you do. And I love it that at the end of the month, you're billing your stallion owners, you're sending them their money. And how do you, how would you do it for the, the mare guys? Do you send a bill as soon as you breed the mare there?
2: I always send the bill back with the trucker or when we ship semen, um, if I send it to the mare owner, I'll put an invoice in the box where I send yeah. it to... Or if we send it to a breeding farm, we will mail a bill to the mare owner. And guys, that do. is
0: huge. And I'm not saying this for whatever, but there's nothing more frustrating. And I, I don't think I've ever experienced it, but I've talked with a guy who has experienced it. If you breed your mare for six months straight and you don't receive one bill and your mare is open by the end of that six months yep. and you receive a bill about two months later, you gave up breeding your mare and you just... Just put her on the back burner, and then you receive a bill two months later for $5,000 for the whole thing. That's frustrating. Yep. And even if you're prepping horses, and you send a horse to the trotting sailor, you send a horse to Gordyville, and you lose $10,000, I would much rather pay my bill the very next week for that trainer than have it sitting around for the next three months, and Thinking you kind of forget, it. About it. You yeah. forget about it, you forget about it. And all at once, this random bill shows up, and, and it gets you, going. and it gets you by surprise.
2: Another thing I wanted to hit on a little bit, like when we, in in our ultrasound cart mm-hmm. where our machine sits on, um, I have a drawer in there, and every mare has a sheet. So every mare comes in, she'll have a record sheet, uh, we call it an ultrasound record sheet. So every time we check that mare, there's a date box, and I think Marvin has these sheets too. Um, so once once this mare is bred, I'm not going to bill you. I've got Angie in the office, and she does that. So yeah. what I do, I'll pop my hand my, my head in the door. I'll throw it on the desk and say, she's going home. She'll do the rest. She'll enter everything yeah. into the system. She'll bill the customer. She'll call the trucker. She'll hang the envelope on the stall. And I, I'm weird about this. I hate people waiting on me. Because I don't like yeah. waiting on yeah. people. Yeah. So I will not call a trucker that a mare's done until the invoice is on the stall. Yeah. Mm. So yeah. it makes it, and we take, another huge thing we take so much for granted is the local truckers. Oh, these, guys, these guys run their head off in the spring. Yeah. So I want to do everything in my power to make it easy for them. And so when they come to pick up a mare, they don't have to call me. Which mare is it? Yeah. There is an envelope on the stall with the name and address of where that mare is going to, and we even put a name of the trucker on that envelope. Just make it easier for them. Systematic mm-hmm. yeah.
0: systems. That was always the key thing. If something's not working, it's not the people. It's the system that you're applying yep. to it to, that it's not working. If you create a system that works, um, very interesting. Is that kind of the way you're going to be setting it up, Marvin, or how to it?
3: Um, that's pretty much, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, I like how Harry has his system set uh-huh. up very much. I have it very similar. I just do not have the spreadsheet. I don't have a computer yeah. yet. Yeah, And I won't have that yet. But as far as um, keeping track, he was saying about the papers, keeping track of breeding the mirrors. Mm-hmm. On there it says the follicles and everything, right? Yeah. And the last breeding date. And then his office lady will. That's exactly how I do it. Exactly how we do it. I had other sheets, but I actually got copies from his sheets because right. I liked his better.
0: It's just on paper, and you can do it on paper. It's just well, like
3: his only, is his is on paper yeah. too.
2: But you he, almost you almost have to have a paper right there mm, when you're mm-hmm, doing it. Uh-huh. But then that gets goes in and gets entered Andrew, in yeah. that, and and we keep those record sheets because I don't really put in you know what size follicle or yeah, whatever the yeah. mare had. So so that's all filed. And again, contract numbers. Everything yeah. is filed by contract number. So when anybody calls me about anything, all contract I need number. is a contract oh number. My. You know I, that is huge. I enter the contract number, and all his information pops up. If I want to see what kind of cycle that mayor is, uh-huh. it is it is filed in a hard copy file with contract numbers. I'll pull that number out. Here's what she had. Dude, you know that's it's, huge. Yeah, it's that is so like much. a doctor's office. I'm thinking yeah. of a doctor's
1: office with a big old <laughs> chart. The chart thing of that mayor's You know. Yeah, That's cool. I like that. On that
3: sheet, that's the date when the mayor receives, too. That's how we keep the records of mayor care or whatever.
0: No, but I'm serious. That is just a cool way of keeping track of things. Um, I was just thinking I lost my train of thought there, but I had a really good idea to it. But keep those contracts then, guys. That is huge that you keep that as well. Um, But the nice thing about Excel, it doesn't have to be – I mean, word processors, the Stuart uh, word processor, like, the very lowest of the lowest word processor, you can get an Excel, like, a spreadsheet on there right. that works just the same, and if you're not allowed to have, like, a computer, that's fine, but just copy that same system and you can use a paper trail. I mean, it's just... You
3: can do it on paper. Absolutely. I actually like... It's going to be a stress for me. I... I'm not good on computers. I actually like paperwork. Yeah, I like paper.
0: Yeah, and it's a good thing. But the only difference is, it'll be easier to, for you to pull it up just yeah. if you go in on your computer and just pull it up right there on the spreadsheet. And now I'd be curious. We've heard that on the on the on the stallion side of things and stuff like that, but I think it might be a good idea if you're just a guy who has a couple mares or you have a horse. You've got to treat it as a business, regardless. Is it a hobby? Or not, you are dealing with people who have horses who are like with you guys. You're a breeding farm, so if if I've got a horse as a hobby, which I do, I mean, yeah, we want to make money. But if she doesn't make money, it's not like this is my livelihood. But what we've got to understand is the people around us that we're using, like you guys to breed her, or the guys that prep the colt, or the ad that we place in a magazine. This is their livelihood and they need to get paid. So therefore we have to treat it as a business. We really do. So make that file. Um, and I don't know, Harry, do you have any mayors that you kind of own and you treat? I mean, how would you, would you make that file and just, Hey, this is one of my mayors that I have. Right. And as those bills come in, you know, Hey, we need to get this bill paid. We need to get this bill paid, et cetera, et cetera.
2: So my, my mayor's, I only have, I don't have a lot of mares anymore, but, Mm -hmm. um, I don't have them on a spreadsheet. So, so I've got a mare, her name's Twin B Sierra. So Mm she's got a, she's got a file. Twin B Sierra is her file name. So everything from that mare, having teeth fixed, having feet trimmed, everything goes in that file. So at the end of the year, I pull that file out. I mean, there's not that much on one mare, but I can Mm -hmm. flip back through and add up what I spend on that mare that year simple i mean it's yep. a file yep. it's and i know. think
0: it's huge to create a system where uh obviously you've got a secretary to right. pay your bills and whatever do you have somebody or do you just pick a certain day out of the month or
3: um i had uh my sister's done it this breeding season i only have somebody in the office in the breeding season uh-huh. so now i'm in the office plus doing all the training yeah we got 25 horses there that we're working right now, training, whatever. I do it all, which I'm hiring the third guy. Uh-huh. I try, I'm going to have an assistant.
0: Uh-huh. yeah. Because I, the way I do it is just, I mean, every other week, I sit into the office and I go in at 4 o'clock in the morning because there's just not enough time in the day for me to do it, but I have to do it because I'm not going to hire somebody to do it at this point. But then every other week, just sit down, and I've got a file where when the mail comes in, me or my wife will go through the mail and there's a file where there's junk mail and there's a file where there is mail for me and a file for her. So, and all that is, it's just one of those little hanger thingies that you buy an organizer hanging behind the fridge where when we come in with the mail, we put it on the counter and then somebody goes through there. First thing they do takes two minutes. And then whenever I go up that morning to pay my bills or do that, I just grab my hunk and take it up. And then I just, Go through my pile, hey, this is a bill, this is not, and pay the bills every other week because then what happens is you will never have to be called, you'll never have to be, now I understand you get bills lost sometimes and stuff like that, but what we're pretty much telling people is if we don't pay our bill within 30 days is we're telling them they are not worth our time. We don't have time to pay them for their services that they did for us and we're we are so unconscious of their time we're asking them to take another two three minutes out of their day and call us and another five minutes to regenerate another invoice and send it to us while meanwhile having borrowed that money from them and they're paying interest if they have a loan somewhere on that money and they're not charging you extra it's the most ridiculous thing I ever heard of And I, sorry, I get too worked up about this stuff and it's not just about, but dad always got so frustrated. And then that was always my thing too, is all these businesses, we can't treat them as banks. We can go to the bank. If we want to borrow money, we can go to the bank and we can borrow money. Then we'll pay interest. But there, there's a local business and, and he always, he, he passed away now, but he always said, I don't care. You, my son. Are you my daughter-in-law? Are you whatever? If you owe us money at the business, you're going to get a statement every month with 3% on top because we have to pay interest. We have to pay interest on our money in the bank that we're getting a loan from to run the business. Obviously, you know, it doesn't sound like it. It doesn't seem like 800 bucks. You don't have a loan on 800 bucks. But if you're a company that has a loan somewhere on a line of credit, be it a business loan, every dollar that somebody owes you, you're paying interest on. And and it's just, guys, you need it. I know a lot of us don't have time. We've got the hobbies, and we're busy, and we kind of get caught up in the rush. And, and unless somebody really pushes us, like, hey, dude, you need to get that bill paid now. 80% of the time, there's, always mo- there's money there to pay the bill. But if there's not money there, take the time to call Marvin. Take the time to call Harry, Dublin Valley Farms, Crystal Springs. Take the time to call that farm or that trainer and tell them, hey, I don't have the money right now, but I will have the money in two months. That way they can know that and they won't call you for two months. They won't have to take that time and, and call you. And I know guys, I get worked up about this finance thing and I get worked up. And the only reason it is probably more so than ever is because a lot of people are so, you know, they're kind of worked up about the economy and they're like, well, what's going to happen and this and this and this. Well, I think the most important thing going into something that you, if you're afraid you're going to be going into a downswing of things, it is more important than ever to keep those bills paid. Just keep paying those bills. Make sure you're caught up. I know it's, it's the most worst thing you can do is to sit there and like, Oh, for me, it was like, Oh, cause Dublin bills you every month now or whatever. And, and it's just like, well, there's another whatever, but Hey, let's pay it. Let's move on. Um, guys, it, It will never hurt to be organized in that way because that's the way we're going to be parenting or spiritual, I think, as well as you can pretty much read a guy like that. I think that covers you all. Um, If you guys have questions, Harry, what's your phone number? Just want to, if they have questions on your spreadsheet and they want to call you on that, can you just?
2: Yeah, yeah, Um, 330-231-4548
0: perfect so if you guys have questions on that spreadsheet or you want to know a little bit more about it i hate to throw you under the bus harry but you might be getting calls on that because i know
1: that or um i never forget um marty airworks marty Mm -hmm. when he talked up here Not sure did he go so i didn't get to listen to him that much there but his brother-in-law i know uh, he shoes my horses and he was telling me that he was up at his farm one evening and Marty Worms, a random mayor, and he was barely done. He went into the office and he opened that file up. Wormer seven ninety five, whatever it was, <laughs> he tacked it on. <laughs> and I was trying to figure out why he did that, but then here at the expo, he I, I got the answer why he's so technical. About figuring everything in, and that's because of his dad, probably because his dad challenged him big time that there's no money to be made in horses. (laughs) And he wants to be able, at the end of the year when he made money, he wants to be able to say, here, look, I even Uh put my wormer in here.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: No, I know what you're saying uh, for that, and I hope we don't offend anybody getting this work, you know, talking about finances this way, but I think it can be a help to all of us if we just take a little bit of due diligence and, and the importance of humbling yourself and calling somebody if you don't have the money, I have yet, I have yet to find a guy that if you call him and you tell him, and I saw that more in, in the company that I work for than in, than in here even, but if a, if a guy called dad and told him, hey, listen, I know I owe you $10,000, but we grew way too fast. And I'm cash-strapped. Like, I mean, 90% of those people will say, hey, listen, that's okay. Not a big deal. Thank you for calling. Mm-hmm. And we'll just we'll just go at this and, and we can either do payments or we can do... And that's another thing we have to be thankful for. In the community we live in, I have yet to see somebody get... The only reason why they will come after you with force for the money is if you're not willing to work with them. Right.
3: You know. Saying that... I promise if if you call and you have financial, and I've been in that. I know how that feels. Mm-hmm. I have to call you and say, can I make payments? Maybe may yeah. may a has of a $20,000 bill yeah. or whatever. There is nobody, I don't think, in this industry that will not work with you. And there will be no interest you have to pay. Your communication will make friends. And say, <laughs> saying that is, and then when the people, the guy that you are, Maybe maybe the guy that does not pay his bill is maybe just a six hundred dollar bill. Mm-hmm. You're sending him in invoices with interest every month. Yeah, that's a guy that I feel like making paying that interest. Yeah, usually those are the guys that actually have the money. Exactly. Communication. You will. We will use you. Good.
0: Communication is extremely key, and there's also some heavy ballers in this industry. And I'm not. I won't mention any names, but there's some guys with actually legit cash in the industry. That if you get in a tight bind, yeah, and I always tell people this, if you can prove to somebody that you'll pay them and how you'll do it, if you can prove it to them on paper, you'll never have an issue like going somewhere and saying, hey, you know, I need 20000 and the way I'm going to pay this off is by this fall, I'm going to have my corn harvested. It might not be that, but I, you know, go to a show and do something and that's the way I'm going to get the cash, and I can guarantee you that. And they'll be able to help you out all the time. So short one, but on financial ends, guys, you can call Harry if you have any questions, or Marvin. Marvin, what's your phone number? Just leave that thing on here, too. That, uh, 330-275-5388. And now we're out of the breeding season, so you can call them at 5 o'clock in the morning to 9 o'clock <laughs> at night, and they're going to be able to pick up the phone. They're not breeding mares. No. <laughs> Try to call them if you can in, their, in a normal business hour day. Thanks again, guys.